Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Let me on you for a second. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh my god, we're talking about Solomon Nehuatl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 hey, how about the fact that I just butchered his last name? <laughs> and that uh, makes you the asshole and not Solomon. Notice how I just, like, left off officer because I don't think that this guy deserves to be called that. Okay, welcome everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome everyone to today's episode. Tell you what, the only thing that would go better with this episode than Timmy and Jimmy is a little bit of Pringles, fries, ham, and sausage. You know that those are my favorite things, Jimmy. Really? Is there like a specific order, or are they all number one? Uh, they have to go in exactly that order. Pringles, fries, ham, and sausage. Uh, I assume that that would mean that I would eat mostly Pringles, so a diet subsisting mainly of Cardboard tubes filled with paper-like snacks. Go fuck that are yourself. Highly snackable. I love Pringles. Snackable. <laughs> snackable. <laughs> snackable and snackable. That's not hey, a Pringles you know marketing commercial. I don't know what it is. Pringles, you're gonna have that one for free. That's, that's a little freebie. Snackable little and snackable. That's right. And we're gonna eat nothing but Pringles fries, ham, and sausage. For a while, I have heard of going blind from a bad case of booze. You know, I have if, heard that too. Yeah, if you drink, if you drink bad shine, I think the the maxim goes: drink bad shine, go blind in your right eye. You heard that? Only your right eye. I, I I don't know what it is about that, and I'm not entirely <laughs> sure if that's true. If you go blind in one eye at a time, but I know that it, it goes uh, drink bad shine, go blind in your right eye, and then if you finish off the bottle, you probably just die. <laughs> Sounds fair. It's like if you, if the signal is like if you're going blind while drinking it and you don't stop, I mean that's just a fool's errand. You should have stopped once you went <laughs> blind. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't think it's working yet. I better drink the rest of the fucking bottle. Uh, or in this case, I better eat only Pringles, fries, ham, and sausage for the rest of my goddamn life. Were, that sounds about right. Were you huh? a picky eater growing up, Tim? Hell no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, man. I'm the exact opposite of a picky eater. I had a grandmother that was very interested in forcing me to eat everything that she had in her fridge. We actually discussed uh, her a little bit on the last episode. We did. To, you know uh, what dogwood sandwiches? Dagwood? Some people say dagwood. Oh, yeah. I know I know dagwood. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know about dogwood sandwich. I thought you were talking about the tree. And then I was like, yeah. maybe it's just like wood with dog. No, I said, <laughs> no. Gross. No, but when you talk about your grandma making you eat everything in her fridge, I'm just imagining her like force-feeding you Dagwood sandwiches, which for our listeners that have never had a Dagwood sandwich, basically a Dagwood sandwich is when you take all the condiments and uh, sandwich toppings that you have in your fridge. We're talking mustard, jelly, uh, whatever the fuck you got, peanut butter, bologna, ham, and you put all that shit on one fucking sandwich. Hell yeah. And you stack it and you smack it before you consume it in your big old face hole. And sometimes it's delicious. Sometimes it works out pretty well, and other times it makes you go blind. Yeah. So you got to watch out with that. Which you watch out with that. In the case here, we have a teen who would only eat those three things Tim said earlier, the Pringles, the ham, the French Yo. fries. And his parents, I guess, supported their teen's shitty diet, which he had consisted since he was a small lad. And he started going fucking blind and going deaf as a result of this shitty diet. Yeah, this is called uh, nutritional optic neuropathy. And it's a dysfunction of the optic nerve caused by a diet low in nutrients required for nerve fibers in the eye to function uh he was taken to the doctor at first case when he was 14 years old had a normal body mass index but he was fatigued how was he not like so, fat as fuck 
I, I guess he just ate it in low enough quali- quantities because mm. the the overweight uh, portion of diet is caused by uh, an intake of calories that is greater than the amount that you burn, right? Oh. So if he's eating like uh, appropriate measures uh, of Pringles and fucking ham, then I guess he's not going to get fat. You just fucking diet will actually lead me, Tim. You just yeah, fucking but he, diet but will t- actually lead me. This guy's tired, right? So that's yeah. why he went to the doctor in the first place. The doctor gives him the B12 infection. Injection. Infection. In the, the infection. And then he died from the infection. No. Uh, he, that's uh, not true. He got the B12 injections in order to treat how tired he was. Hmm. Uh, and then there's like this big gap in the article because we're, we're like, oh, okay. And then he made some dietary changes. And then they're like, a year later. I'm like, okay. Oh, so, no, he just... He was tired as shit, got some the, those B12 shots, and was just like, I'm still going to eat garbage. Yeah, and it lasted one year on the dot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then he started complaining about hearing loss. Uh, but the doctors were like, we don't know what the fuck's going on, because I guess he neglected to mention that his diet consisted of only things that are exclusively bad for you. Yeah. And then 17... He uh, he goes and visits the Bristol Eye Hospital with serious vision loss. Like, <sighs> yeah, ridiculous, right? It's a little ridiculous. Like, I'm not saying that the kid should have obviously realized, like, oh, obviously my my shit poor diet is the reason why I'm having health issues. But you would think, like, after having them for so long, he would start the question, like, huh, maybe if I change something about myself. I wouldn't be suffering from this. Yeah. Uh, either that or the parents that were responsible for this kid maybe stepping in and saying you should eat some broccoli with yeah. that. Or, or something. Like right. a- anything. Uh, anything. Right, just letting him do the exact same shit that he's always done. Gosh. What the fuck is wrong with it? Oh, man. There, there's so many things wrong with this because – it's an obvious problem. Like if you have some kind of terrible illness that is beneath the surface, something that's well hidden, there is a justification for not being culpable for right. taking care of it. But this is obvious. Right. Is I'm right. tired. Every time <laughs> I'm you have going a- blind. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I, you, you can't see as well. Like you're trying to like jam food in your nose holes because you can't <laughs> see where the food's at. You know, it's just yeah. it's terrible. And uh, then you have several years to correct this. Like if they notice that something's going on at age 14, right. unless everybody's just so dumb that they don't realize it's like, hey, yeah, you need, you need some stuff to make you be able to see right. <laughs> exactly. And this is United Kingdom. This isn't Kentucky. I would have expected this to be a Kentucky story, but no. He no can say that no excuses. And I'm from Tennessee now, so we can say that yeah, shit. Yeah, we can say that shit. Here, we here, live here. here, but no, these fuckers are from United Kingdom. They should know better. Yeah, uh, they, they absolutely should. And with the absolute boon of information in this age, we should absolutely 100% knowingly be aware of what a healthy diet consists of. So there's no excuses anymore. Uh, you got to be living under a rock, not have internet access or something, which Seriously. is about the same thing. Or living under a moon rock. Wait, what? Hey, yeah, that is that was a great transition if we were ready for it, Jimmy. God damn it. What the fuck? Why we can't we... The best, we haven't talked about the best part of this article. Because we're talking, we're talking about nutritional optic neuropathy. And the University of Iowa has this really fascinating case study. In oh, which my a God. A 28-year-old man's diet consisted entirely... Of 1.9 liters of vodka a day. I don't think you. I don't think you're allowed to consider what you eat a diet anymore if it's that. Like it's a like, diet. You need a different word than diet to describe <laughs> that. Like oh man. Like that person. Like could that person say that like I'm on the vodka diet? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's like the uh, the supersized me, except it's like. Whiskey me. Whiskey, whiskey me. You know, like, you just, like, fill in, like, your favorite liquor of choice. Yeah. Just drink that, nothing but that. Dirty days. Like Dang, that 32. Whiskey. Dirty whiskey diet. Mm-hmm. 
I'm having the good makers. This is the maker's diet. It's going to make me skinny. The maker's diet. Yeah, make, make, <laughs> I was about to say, we'll make you poor because makers is expensive. Yeah, that's true. Oh, 1.9 liters. Imagine drinking a two liter of straight liquor. Yeah, like, like take a, take a two liter, empty it, fill it, fill it with booze and drinking that a day. Oh, I don't even know if I drink that much water a day. I don't. Yeah, there's no way. I, I don't know how to. How would you? How long would it take you to drink that much liquor? You think? Uh, I don't fucking know, man. If you tried, like, if you tried to finish it off, how? How? I there's no I don't way. I think I could, it. man. I'd pass out. I'd pass out after like a, a like a quarter. I of would, that. Yeah, I'd pass out way before I fucking drink it. Cause yeah. like that's that's like that's more than wait. That's like three fifths. That's a lot. God, that's like three normal sized bottles of vodka. In a day. In a day. In a day. Yeah. No, I can't even imagine, man. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it. I can't even imagine. I don't, like, I could theoretically drink, you know, two liters of beer. That'd be a lot easier. That's a lot Uh, lower alcohol point. I'm not saying it'd be. Easy, just easier. You drink that, yeah. That, that's that's it's easier, especially if it's like uh, macro light beer. You know, you oh, can yeah. just you can crush that shit just like all day. Like start at like ten o'clock. Yeah, it's like go. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's out there just laying on your front porch. Well, I guess you're sitting, and then you end up laying after a while. <laughs> yeah, but bust out the one point nine liters of vodka. Yeah, so this brain genius who is drinking 1.9 liters of vodka per day as his diet was a 28-year-old man who also was experiencing the nutritional optic neuropathy, meaning that his vision was dying for obvious reasons. Like, <laughs> Imagine going into <laughs> the doctor's office and being like, I'm going blind. Yeah, like, okay. like, how do you know how he would talk? Exactly. <laughs> Right. And then they're like, oh, okay, we'll wait right there. We'll, we'll put you in. And the doctor's like looking him over and is like, okay, so, uh, what's your, what's your diet consist of? What are you eating? And he's like, what do you mean? Like food? <laughs> I don't, I don't eat food. That, no. I drink, I drink my meals. <laughs> I drink them. I'm on a liquid diet. Yeah. And he, and then he like has like a little like backpack or like a massive back pocket. <laughs> it's like just, a fucking like, camelback backpack just like yeah. fucking filled with vodka. Just wrenches it out like this is what I've been drinking all day. Big like two liter of vodka. Like, Jesus Christ, how did you get here? Yeah, I drove. <laughs> I drove. <laughs> I drove over and I gave everybody a ride. I gave everybody. <laughs> I had to take my fifteen children. To, yeah, I mean, to... like at this point, vision problems is the least of his worries. Yeah. For real, like this guy's life has probably fallen apart. Uh, and at 20, 28 years old, like he's he doesn't really have, you know, age and experience of life to blame for his drinking habit. I mean, like, Quite sure, you could see some shit by age twenty eight, but I know if you and I were drinking that much, people would just be like, "What the fuck is going? on? Get your life together, man!" Yeah, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't even know how you would afford that after a while. It's like, how do you sustain, like, a job to be able to afford that much booze? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like, uh, yeah. Geez. Geez. Well, it, it gets Wrong. pretty cheap. Like, sometimes it gets, like, way cheap. And there, there's, there are jobs you could do out there. I mean, like, you could probably, you could probably. <laughs> Go on. Please tell me. Yeah, you could probably sell fries to the kid that's eating it. <laughs> you know, like that's that's a job you could do while also being consciously or you know unconsciously drunk. I guess would be a better way to put it. <laughs> right. Oh, geez. So this, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. His, it's not going to get better, right? It, it's already, yeah, permanent damage. So he's already developed some permanent damage. His eyes are going to be fucked up for the rest of his life nice. that blows that blows uh 
also has like a little disclaimer here in the end. It's like any parents with a picky eating child should not worry about them developing vision loss as such a sleep <laughs> diet doesn't tend to last. Except with the case of this kid. Yeah. Also, you should just shouldn't do it. Like kids don't have the ability to go out and like forage in the woods for sausage and fries. <laughs> yeah. Just don't give it to them. Be right? like, uh, sorry. Uh, if you want to eat, this is what we have. Yeah, seriously, it's just like this is all like organic, farm-raised, uh, green veggies and awesomeness. Mm-hmm. There's no unhealthy food here. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Just not eat it? Yeah. No. Ah, oh, gosh, and I don't know. I just I, I don't understand how it can happen. It's like, oh, but I don't want my kid to hate me. Like, no. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off so much. Uh, you got a silver lining to this one, Jimmy? Uh, the silver lining to the neural, the nutritional optic neuropathy is that it's really easy to fix. Just eat your fucking vegetables. <laughs> For reals. Or just don't <laughs> drink two liters of vodka a day. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, 1.8, you're in the clear, baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, the silver lining is that Kroger now sells microwavable vegetables. It's that fucking easy. You literally yeah. take a bag, put it in your microwave, click a button, and then you yeah. have freshly cooked steamed vegetables that will keep you from going blind. That easy. That is beautiful. And then when you get done chugging your 1.9 liters of vodka, you eat a single broccoli floret. And, and there you go. Cured. You're set. You said you, you could see again. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, super easy to fix. Man, what a silver lining. I tell you what's not super easy to fix. The Fed's breaking down your fucking door to steal your moon rocks. Yeah, wow. I guess that wouldn't be easy. Feds are. Yeah. I mean, the door probably easier to fix than the trauma that your brain would experience. Easier to fix in your pee pee pants. Yeah, your pee pee pants. Yeah, never gonna forget that. Yeah. Oh. So we're talking about poor old Johan Davis. Is that how you pronounce it? Joanne Davis? That's the one. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> she was the widow of an engineer who worked with NASA. Yes. And happened to come across. A rather valuable resource. What was that? Was that resource there, Jimmy? Resource? Yeah. What, what is it? What, what did she? Oh, have? the resource. Uh, a moon rock, which, you know, as you said, try to segue in the previous article. Living under a rock. Living right. under a moon rock. And if you have a moon rock that's large enough to live underneath, and then you sold that sucker, man. You'd be rolling in it. You would be super rich. You could afford all the vodka you could drink. You know what I mean? It'd <laughs> be pretty great. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, she was married to an engineer that worked at NASA. Yes. And and apparently knew Neil Armstrong. The right? Neil Armstrong. The, yeah, you know the one. Uh, so there's a possibility that Neil Armstrong could have given this rock to her husband, and that's how she came about it. But we all know that that's impossible because the moon landing was a hoax, right? Yeah, he probably just gave her some fucking, like, limestones, like, yeah, there's a fucking moon rock. It happened. Yeah. You better hey, believe it. I found it in my driveway, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just picked up some random fucking driveway gravel. Yeah, look how powerful our lie is. You're gonna keep that in your in your shitty little keepsake box, in which you keep all your other little trinkets and tokens. And you're gonna look at it, and you're gonna kind of diddle it in your fingers, and be like, "Oh man, it's fucking moon rock!" And it's just a piece of gravel, <laughs> a bunch of tires have thrown around for the last decade or so. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not- Impressive in the least. So this Joanne Davis lady, she was trying to sell a moon rock because she needed money. And she wasn't some shysty motherfucker. She had lived a life of toil and trouble 
and had suffered many horrible losses during her life, such as her son, who was uh, severely ill while growing up and went under had undergone 20 different operations, and also had yes. a daughter who also uh, d died at an early age, and had even taken in a granddaughter to raise on her own due to the death of her daughter. So her life was in no way easy, and she had lots of bills, lots of debt, and she was like, what can I do to try to get out of this? And she went, aha, I have a moon rock. Yep. Her chance, I may sell it, acquire currency, and no longer be poor. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, she had two paperweights. Uh, one was containing the fragment of lunar material, which the government later claimed as being their property. And the other was... Uh, one containing a piece of the Apollo 11 heat shield, which is pretty badass. Yeah, I would I would have probably sought that out. It seems pretty cool. Um, but she tries to sell them, do it in a legal manner, uh, along with some of her late husband's firearms. And the government was then like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what you think you're trying to do, but you can't well, just go up selling things that belong to us. What's even more crazy is she contacted NASA directly. <laughs> To explain that what everything she was doing was legal. Well, I thought, from what I understood, she contacted NASA to be like, "Hey, I'm trying to sell this." Like, cause she tried to go through like a broker and all these other things, and like no one was biting on her her yeah. uh, Apollo 11 memorabilia. So she was like, "NASA at usgov.com is like, hello, I have a moon rock and some other <laughs> shit. Would you like to buy it?" And NASA was like, oh. uh, what? How about we just take it? You have what now? Yeah. So, don't ever ask the government to buy anything, because if they don't absolutely have to buy it from you, then they'll just take it instead. So, so it's that... It's like taxes. Right. right. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, and, That's hard now. And at that point, NASA was like, hey, uh, how about you meet us at a Denny's? We may, perchance, <laughs> want to buy said goods. Yep. Uh, and then they were like, I'm going to bend you over this table and take your fucking moon rock. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, you think that they were, like, dressed up in black suits with the sunglasses and all that kind of stuff? Do you think it was Will Smith? Do you think Will Smith was there? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, fucking men in black, dude. That'd be great. Oh. And would be like... Hey, we're going to get your moon rocks. And they have, like, a cute little alien with them because they know that the moon rock's going to, like, this is some kind of interesting response that's going to be great for the consumable public. <laughs> hey, I'm a moon rock. Look at me. I'm fucking fabulous. Whoa. Time I to bust out my little forget stick. <laughs> All rocks are sentient on the moon. What? <laughs> you didn't know that? Yep. Sentient rocks. Oh, man. Why did you keep me in your pocket all those years? I was, it was hell! Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, so dark! I like how they really, like, <laughs> they really rub in the whole, like, urine-soaked pants thing. Yeah. They say, they say that a couple of times. It's almost like the Los Angeles Times is trying to push something. You know, I get that she has urine-soaked pants, but, like, we're already on your side, Davis. Like... What more do they need to be like, oh, man, she had to walk around in pee-pee pants. Yeah, we mentioned she had pee-pee pants. She was like an yeah. adult, not only an adult, but the elderly, and had pee-pee pants. Yeah, they made her walk around like that in the restaurant's parking lot during lunch rush. For pee-pee pants. You know how embarrassing pee-pee pants is? Yeah, at the end, they're like, Davis' lawsuit may now proceed. Kind of like it's like... This passive aggressive, like we've already won, motherfuckers. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do now? She had pee pee pants. You can't fucking hide the truth from us. Yeah, that moon rock is going right back in her hands. And you know what she's gonna do? When she's gonna get back. She's gonna weight down her papers with it. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm say it. I know that. Well, I just like. I'm just trying to imagine, right, like, because they're, like, in a Denny's, right? She's emailed NASA directly. NASA was like, 
Uh, yeah, we'd be interested in buying that. Um, we're going to send, um, this guy named Conley. Yeah, Conley's gonna meet you there, and he's going to, uh, yeah, buy your stuff. And she shows up, and she's like, oh, cool, I emailed NASA, NASA actually gave me a reply, I've been down on my luck, but, you know, NASA's legit. Like, NASA won't hurt me. Like, NASA's not the FBI or the CIA or the NSA. Like, they're, they just, like, go in space and explore and see things. And they're all hunky-dory and they're just trying to be Star Trek. But, you know, real life. And then she meets there and she's like, here's my things. I brought them. This is how I got them. My husband used to work for NASA. Yada, yada, yada. Neil Armstrong. And the guy's like, I'm fucking taking this shit. And she's like, what? And she's like, he's like, I'm fucking taking the shit. She's like, hell no, you're not. And they're just like fucking struggling in the goddamn Denny's, like, yeah. y- like having a tug of war over the stuff. Like, it's my shit. Stop! Stop! My children Stop. are dead. <laughs> and people are just watching, just like, what the fuck is happening? If you don't let go, I'm gonna piss my pants right now. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, surprised, like, someone didn't, like, deck Conley in the face. Like, I'm pretty sure that if I saw some grown-ass man trying to steal some shit from an elderly woman, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, he, he probably was just, like, flashing his badge all over the place, being like, hey, don't worry, it's a government matter, y'all. It's a government matter. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't anybody try to get involved because it's a government matter. And then, and then the Denny's worker's like, oh, sorry, we don't serve badges here. We're gonna have to take your Denny's away. <laughs> sorry no no grand slams for badges sorry i didn't want it anyway it's covered in piss (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck man that's just really sad oh and then it becomes like a farce because like they take away one of the plates that has the moon rock on it (laughs) wait come back we're gonna make you piss your pants too (laughs) So, what kind of silver lining do we have to moon rocks? <laughs> I mean... Because it's silver. I, I guess from the perspective of the Los Angeles Times, like, um, Joanne Davis has a fucking legal case against NASA. And hopefully she wins, and she'll be able to pay off all of her debts from her hard, tried-and-true life, and... Everything will turn out okay. I mean, she doesn't really want any of the fucking NASA memorabilia. She just needs money, so give her that money. That money. Everybody's already fucking dead. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like a silver line is kind of hard with this one. I just like, said it. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I know. But it's still, like, up in the air. Like, you have to have the LA Times back you up and try to get your story out so that you even have a chance Seriously. because you're still fighting the federal government. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the government has endless money. Yeah. And, and, and then, yeah. And they'll they be seen as the experts in the room and yada, 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 yada. They have a monopoly on legal violence. Like, yeah. what are you going to do to combat that? That's true. Like, try to attack them. It's like, no, of course not because they're just going to beat the hell out of you. You just can't do it. Ugh, it's disgusting. Uh, In this case, they're going to bend 75-year-old ladies over Denny's tables and make them piss their pants for moon rocks. Right, and obviously she's not, like, some shysty motherfucker because she emailed NASA directly. Yeah. Like, it's not like this is some, like, black market ring thing. She emailed NASA. She thought it was okay. Wouldn't it be funny if she was, like, uh, taunting them? Like, I got one of your moon rocks. Yeah. That you're not man enough to come get it at a local Denny's. Like, like the cutout, uh, whatever, oh, no, you know, where they cut out the, each individual letter and, and they're like, oh, riddle tiddly tum, come after me if you dare, you bum. I have oh. a moon rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in order to like mask her handwriting, exactly. So yeah, to her. and they're like, "Oh man, this is fucking Davis. I know that rhyme. I know, I know that, that rhyme. rhyme. She used to say that all the time back in Danny's. Mm-hmm. Straight up, man. Jeez, man. Elderly women and their rhymes. Elderly women have it hard. Yeah, it is not easy being elderly for a man or a woman. But in this case, we're focusing on women. There, yeah, there are. Uh, Let's see. What's the... <laughs> come there, on, you can there, do there, it. There, <laughs> I, I'm trying to come up with a motherfucking rhyme. You can do it. God damn I it. I believe in I, you. 
now but too much time has elapsed and everybody's like, man, I'm really expecting great things no, out of this time. I'm going to cut I'm it out. Like the, I'm going to cut out the dead air. Uh, the I can't think of the worst thing, but I definitely know the third. It's being pecked to death in the leg vein by a bird. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. You like it? All right, cool. Yeah. We're talking about varicose veins and roosters, y'all. Yes. <laughs> so uh, where, where are we at here? Uh, we are located... South Australia. Weak. So uh, Professor Bayard is the person who is overseeing this case. Uh, and she said that the woman was collecting eggs from a chicken coop on her rural property in South Australia when the rooster pecked her lower left leg, causing Yikes. her to hemorrhage and collapse. It happens that fast when roosters attack. Hmm. Yeah, right? Hmm. It's a little bit mysterious because you think like, okay, you just pecked her leg, and then all of a sudden, you're dead. Like, it really doesn't take much. The human body is so fragile. It is. It is so fragile. And, and so resilient, it's, but also so fragile. Yeah, well, this is cynic empowerment, Jimmy. This is all about the negative. So oh. it's so fucking fragile. I think and, that's what uh, I said. The... Uh, <laughs> The veins that you wear on the outside of your leg are a lot more dangerous than the ones that are on the inside of your body. We call those the varicose veins. Yeah, them varicose veins are sticking out of their fucking legs. And then these roosters are walking by, and they see the veins sticking out of the legs. And they're like, man, you know what I'd like to do more than anything in the world right now? I'm going to kill that old lady. And then they walk up, and they peck her leg in a very... Uh, assassin-like and timed way so that they hit the vein just perfectly. One little peck, just thunk, and then the blood sprays everywhere. They hemorrhage and die. Yeah. Yeah, lots, yep. lots of blood be pumping through those veins. So yep. if uh, you accidentally rupture one of them and you're not able to stop the uh, bleeding in a timely manner, it can... Yep. Result in death, which I did not realize until reading this article. It's pretty fucking tragic and sad. <laughs> it is, but some of the stuff that they have in the article is just absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's uh, fucking ridiculous as hell. They have a little quotation here. It says, Older people are also not as good at defending themselves against animal attacks. Obviously. Their, their balance might not be as good. Like right? this is like the kind of shit that I would expect from a like a scary movie fucking trilogy movie, right? Of just it's like some like ridiculous like some old lady like ah, ah, and this like you know rooster just like pecking at her legs like ah, ah, and then this like blood like spraying all over the place. Yeah, and then you see the, the picture of this. There's a little rooster that's like staring at the viewer of the article. <laughs> yeah, right into and your it's not soul. Even it was just like, it says file image down here. It's just like, what's the most aggressive looking rooster photo we can find? <laughs> yeah, on the internet. Hey, yeah. hey, unpaid intern, find a scary rooster picture on the internet so we can put it in this article. Really? Perfect. That's the best thing you can have me do? Yeah, that's all we need you to do today, unpaid intern. I have a name, it's Dave. No, your name's unpaid intern, and you'll find me a rooster picture, you're fired. Why do I care if you fire me? I don't get paid. Unpaid intern, <laughs> do I have to tell you again? Okay. Yeah, and that's exactly how it goes. And then they fired him. They threw him into the rooster pit. Yeah, he was pecked and, alive. Oh. <laughs> and they pecked him to death. Also, like the the font in this article is ridiculous. You got like all kinds of little like sections that are bolded, and you have some that are smaller and a different color with like the large like watermark quotations. It's fucking dumb. It is dumb. Like, who wrote this? Where did we find this? What, what is this? Uh, this is ABC, ABC News Australia. Oh, my God. There's also, like, lots of little just tidbit facts they throw out throughout here, I guess, to inform the reader, uh, so, such as this. Uh, here's a quote from the doctor person that they had, the, they consulted with the rooster attack for this article. I've had a number of cases where people have just been wandering around in their home and just run into furniture, which has caused a small injury, he said. They haven't known what to do and have died from it. 
Wait, what? Some, so uh, what they're saying is so they have, like, elderly patients that have these varicose veins, right? And they're just living their life. They're like, wake up, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go make some coffee. And they, they walk over to their kitchen, and they have, I don't know, a sharp fucking, I don't know, counter or table or something. And they cut open one of their varicose veins, and they just fucking bleed out and die. Yeah, that's that's bogus. Uh, so, okay, so... You know, on a serious note, like, varicose da- veins, super dangerous. I didn't know Wait, how me. dangerous they were. I didn't either. I had no idea. I thought that they were just kind of gross looking. I, like, that was, that was basically the extent uh, Ew, uh, yuck. of thought of varicose veins. Icky. But they're fucking dangerous, which makes it that much worse. Like, oh, those are the worst kinds of maladies to have. Like, ones that are life-threatening as well as disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess it's most of them. I mean, that's like that's like cancer in a nutshell, right? Life threatening and disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You get some pretty pretty nasty forms of cancer. Um, I suppose. Oh, tumors look gross, man. That's like some of the most disgusting stuff. Yeah. Or like having to remove parts of your body in order to prevent the cancer from killing you. There's that. Yeah, that's a fun one. Oh, jeez. He also talks about leeches. Like this guy is all over the place. Yeah. Hey, hey uh. Uh, you know how there's, uh, all kinds of ologists, you know, there's radiologists and, you know, uh, all kinds of specific kinds of doctor. I'm just a grossologist. I'm the gross doctor. I talk about gross shit. Yeah, I feel like this, this is a, um, a appeal to, um, what is it, what is that called? It's a logical, or it's a conversational fallacy, an argumentative fallacy. Uh, it's like a, appeal to intellect or a, appeal to professionalism. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this guy is just like railing off. Like, look at me. I'm the expert. Yeah. And Let me list every gross thing I've seen as a doctor. Yeah, but it's a, just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, like this this right here, uh, it just says also. It doesn't have anything to do with the thing before or the thing after. It says <laughs> also. Fishermen mucking around, putting fish in their mouths, and they've actually inhaled the fish and died. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, you're not. <laughs> there was supposed- this one time there was this fisherman and he put a fish in his mouth and he swallowed it, but it didn't go in his tummy hole. It went in his air hole. <laughs> oh, jeez. That does kind of remind me though. We, uh, when I was in Alexandria, we were at a, um, like this, this meeting, like his business meeting, and this guy was given a presentation over chemical handling safety, and he went on the weirdest sidetrack in which he was talking about a guy in Baltimore had gotten so drunk that he fell off the Baltimore Harbor uh, into the water, and because he was so drunk he couldn't swim out, he sank to the bottom, and then he was eaten by crabs. Yikes. Yep. So – Watch out, y'all. Don't put fish in your mouth. Don't bump yourself on furniture. Don't <laughs> let roosters around your varicose veins. And most certainly don't get drunk and fall into the Baltimore Harbor because you'll be eaten by crabs. I mean, yeah. I okay. Mean, they're foragers. <laughs> They'll eat anything. <laughs> he died before the crabs ate him. It wasn't like he got murdered by crabs. He fucking drowned and then crabs ate him. It wasn't the other way around. That's true. It wasn't well, like he was like, oh my god, I'm going to make it, I'm going to live. And the crabs were like, fuck you, motherfucker, this is our turf. Yeah, you definitely are not living through this, man. <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. They just like smashed him to death with their copious weight. Right. I don't know. Uh, what kind of silver lining do we have for this, Jimmy? Jeez. I, uh, I got the first see. two. I know my okay. I know more about varicose veins now. I had no idea that varicose veins were so. <laughs> the silver lining is Tim and I learned something today, and we hope you did too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the elderly involved in the situation that yeah. die as a result of their nasty ass veins that they can't help on the outside of their body. Well, I, I also know that. Uh, let's see. Roger Bayard is the expert on all things. All things gross. Yeah, pretty much. So if you ever want to know about something gross, 
contact Roger Byer. Yeah, I wish I had this motherfucker on speed dial. It's like, hey, Roger, can you tell me about a gross, weird way someone died? Well, you see, there was this one time where someone put ants on their nose, and then the no- the ant went into his brain and bit it, and he dies. Like, oh, thanks, Roger. <laughs> thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, just just like that, huh? Just bet it, huh? Like, why, yep, don't worry about that's it. That's why I keep you around. Yeah. <laughs> so I got you on speed dial, dude. <laughs> uh, would he tell us what to do if we went to Popeye's and there were no more chicken sandwiches? Hmm? I hope so. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd certainly hope he would do that for us because I don't want to have to pull a gun on nobody. I mean, I... You know what I mean? Would you... Oof. Would I pull a gun on somebody if they didn't have Popeye's chicken? Hmm. I mean, there's a time and a place, right? There's always a time and a place. And I'm not really sure exactly what I would do if I went and tried to order chicken from a chicken place and they were just like, we're all out of chicken. I guess I would just leave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I probably would follow the road. There's lots of places but, that sell chicken. But what if they were like, uh, what if I, I, you know, I walk up to the counter yeah. uh, and, you know, I put my hands down. I'm really, I'm really hungry. I was like, man, what I could do with right now is one of those awesome Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Could you give me one of those, please? I have money for it. You know, we're all good. I'm, I'm good for it. And, and then the person behind the counter, they look at you like dead in the eye, and they're like, we're all out of Popeye's chicken. You bitch. You know, they throw a little bit of shade at you. Right. You know? Like, the, like why, hey, why didn't you know already? We've been out. You fucking, you fucking little bitch. We don't have any chicken left. Why are you such right. a fucking idiot, well, you failure? It's like not even like, it's not even like failure. we don't even have chicken left. We don't have chicken sandwiches left. And well, they don't, they ran out of their ability to be able to smack them together. They, they ran out of buns, I guess, because Popeye sells chicken. Like, Popeye sells chicken nonstop. <laughs> okay, so to give our listeners a little backstory here, so, uh, people love the chicken sandwiches at Popeye's. No duh, chicken sandwiches well, are Well, great. they just came out. It's brand new. It, it, they started selling them in August, and they ran out in two weeks. Yeah, yeah so some, uh, some folks walked in. Uh, a couple of customers between the ages of 17 and 20. Yeah. Uh, they were asking for some sandwiches. Restaurant told them they were all out. And then they pull a gun on one of the people that was telling them they didn't have any chicken left nope. because they got pissed. Right. They didn't have any chicken sandwiches left. There's a difference. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They didn't have any chicken sandwiches left. There's a difference. They still had chicken. And they, There's and not, none they, in sandwich form. After everybody in the front counter ran into the back in order to avoid getting fucking shot – they they flee, they roll around behind the restaurant, and they end up throwing a can through a window. Uh, yeah. Just absolute clusterfuck. People way overreacted. But what I'm saying is it's justified if, if. that interaction, as though we just described, occurred, and then they're like, I can't make a sandwich, and they pull like some buns out from underneath <laughs> the, the counter, and then they're like, I definitely don't know how to do it with these. these. <laughs> and in the other hand, they had like some like some of those chicken patties, and yeah. they just like smashed them together. Like, this <laughs> sounds like a SpongeBob <laughs> episode. Yeah, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, what? It's a joke, and they're like, no, I don't know how to make sandwiches. You, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know how to do it with these or these. <laughs> And then you would be like, oh, my God, like, is this guy making fun of me? And then all of a sudden, like, as soon as you think that, the guy behind the counter puts down all the things and just, like, looks at him dead in the eyes like, yeah, I'm making fun of you, you fucking idiot. Idiot. This fucking yeah. happened in Houston, man. This is my home turf. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're fucking idiot. I don't I can't do a, I can't do a Houston accent. No, you no do one. Houston. They sound like me. I'm from Houston. Oh God! <laughs> I'm from Houston, so you probably knew these people. I don't know. I really wish. <laughs> so Houston's fucking huge. Like Houston is, I think the yeah, it's the fourth largest city. It's just behind Chicago. Uh, so like by by this article saying that Houston, it, it happened in Houston isn't very specific. Like that's not helpful at all. It tells me nothing. Um, yeah. 
But I, I technically grew up in Cyprus, which is northwest Houston. So, I mean, I guess it didn't happen in my literal home turf. But I, I, will, I wish they gave more details because I, I, I kind of a part of me wants to know where it actually happened. So I can make why? judgment calls. I can throw shade. Why the hell are they getting chicken when they could have kalanchis? They're kalanchis, Tim! <laughs> Not kalanchis! What That's the right. fuck is a kalanchi? <laughs> and it's a breakfast item! You Say fuck! Kalachi! Kalachi! Kalanchi! <laughs> God damn it! Okay, so for all of our listeners that uh, thought I was actually talking about a real thing the first time... I'd like you guys to message Jimmy personally and tell him that that sounded legit. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Kalanchi sounds like a bone in your elbow. <laughs> Kalanchi's? Yeah. Yeah, the Kalanchi's process. It's yeah. just like sticking right out there. God damn it. But yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense to me this whole like ran out of sandwiches in two weeks because Popeye's fucking serves chicken. All a fucking yeah. chicken sandwich is a chicken... On buns. Like, the only yep. thing I can assume is they ran out of fucking buns. Like, it's not that fucking difficult of a process. Like, take your fucking chicken that you already make for people that people fucking like and put it on bread. Like, that's it. There's, like, no master fucking plan here. It's not that fucking difficult. Like, the idea that they ran out of it in two weeks, like, the only thing I can imagine is they ran out of fucking buns. All they had to do is like run to Walmart, buy some buns, bring it back to Popeyes, and you're back in business making fucking Popeyes sandwiches again. Yeah. How hard it, is it? it? Seems pretty. It, it seems pretty weird that they just they assumed that there would be fewer, like less demand for it, so they didn't make enough. What? They thought that they would last until the end of September. Like, how could they have been so short sighted? I just, I don't know. Like, it just to me, it doesn't seem that fucking mind blowing. Like doesn't that, look that good either. No, it's, it's literally, it's Popeye's chicken on a bun. That's it. You could literally go to Popeye's right now, buy some fucking chicken, take it home, put it on a bun, it'd be the same fucking thing. Wouldn't that be fascinating if that's all it takes to, like, up in the market? Like, every time, like, these, like, uh, these snooty, self-made dudes start talking about disrupting markets and capitalism and free market economies and they're like man you know what you need to do in order to disrupt tim. the fast food market you need to put things on buns that's literally fucking it tim amazon yep. is the jeff bezos is the richest man in the world what did he do he delivered packages quickly he's the fastest package deliverer up to date. That's literally all he did. There was nothing revolutionary about Amazon whatsoever. All he did was deliver packages quickly. He figured out that if you put shit in the mail, they have to deliver it. That's it. That's all he fucking did. He made the trains run on time, Jimmy. He's the Benito Mussolini of the modern age. It's like the <laughs> fact that Jeff Bezos is the richest man on the fucking planet. For taking retail fucking products and putting it through the mail is bullshit. It like, is bullshit. Like, just think I, I, about how much we reward this asshole for literally just putting stuff through the mail. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why do we reward that so much to make them the richest man in the world? So That's all he did. Jeff, what if I went to Jeff Bezos and I was like, hey, Jeff Bezos, could you, like, mail me a package? And he's like, I certainly can't mail you a package with... This box and these items that you ordered, and I'm like, oh, well, just, just, just fucking mail them to me. He's like, what? What if, what if I just called you an idiot instead? And then you pull a gun on him, right, Jimmy? Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. And I would probably also throw a can at him. Yeah. It's justified. It is justified. I'm bringing it back. Yeah, sorry. I'd throw a can at Jeff Bezos, anyways. He looks like fucking Lex Luthor. Yeah, do you think he fights like Lex Luthor, like in a giant kryptonite armored Probably. costume? Probably. He's like he went from being like this nerd to like this bald fucking buff asshole. Yeah. Oh man, that guy. His wife is the eleventh richest person in America, Tim. You need to understand this just for divorcing the richest man in the world. She's the eleventh richest person. Eleventh richest person in America for divorcing the richest person of all time. I'm gonna I'm gonna go marry Jeff Bezos real quick. Excuse me. <laughs> I do it. Oh hey, how long do I have to be married to him before I can actually have all his money? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Anyways, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you got to get back on track. I'll, I'll, I can rant forever. So what is the silver lining to, I don't know, people pulling guns on people over sandwiches that are really easy to make? Oh, man. The fact that we live in a day and age in which someone between the ages of 17 and 20 can still exercise their second amendment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think this just goes to show there's, like, nothing to live for anymore. Like, you know, like, if you're willing to pull a gun on somebody over a fucking chicken sandwich, like, what what's worth living over anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're really banking pretty heavily on that chicken sandwich if you're yeah. willing to, to threaten someone's but, life for it. Like, did they, do you think they actually, like, thought, like, pulling a gun out on them would get them a chicken sandwich? Or they were just like, oh, man, I'm so pissed. I gotta do the, I gotta, I gotta take it from A to Z. I gotta take it from 1 to 100. What's the most, like, crazy thing I could do right now to show how disappointed I am? Pull out a gun. There you go. Or, I did it. Or, or they're just like, man, I haven't threatened anybody with a gun today, but I sure would like to. Yeah. Just, I've been look, waiting look, for an opportunity. Yeah, they're, they're, they're gunning for this it. This is man. actually the third Popeyes I've been to. I'm just yeah, looking for I, an excuse to pull out my gun. All the others had sandwiches, so yeah. I, I could not get upset at them. I thought they were totally out. Unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. Totally unreasonable. Oh, gosh. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, what, what do you think do these, what do you think these kids deserve? Like, I don't know. Like, falling into shit? You know, like, like drowning in shit? I think they deserve to die in a shit house. It's it's a little oh, it's a little intense. A but literal it's not shit house. Outside of the scope of of reality. They're acting like little shits. It happens. They need to die <laughs> in a shit house. In a shit house, kind of like the effect of latrine stats. <laughs> Did I say it right? Uh, close. Okay. The effect of latrine stats. It was a bizarre tragedy. This is a tragedy that happened in 1184 AD where there was a group of nobles. This noble Mm -hmm. consisted of a lot of uh, fancy pants people in the time in uh, Germany, including Henry VI. Uh, There was a Heinrich the something. Heinrich the... (laughs) (laughs) Everyone had a something in their name, okay? You can't blame us yeah. for not remembering who was the what of which. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, these guys were uh, were collecting themselves in a diet, which is a deliberative assembly, in the city of Erfurt to meditate, to mediate, uh, between some people that were complaining over land squabbles, right? Yeah. So landgraves, counts, archbishops, uh, you know, all these people that – are rich, wealthy, awesome, powerful peoples uh, that are squabbling over what rich, wealthy, powerful people yeah. squabble over. Yeah, this was a this was a feudal society. So you you owned land based on what fucking family you were born into. So all these like assholes that were born into land were like, oh, it's my land. Oh, no, it's my land. They're squabbling like turkeys at each other. Red and, and shit, so they're like they they look like turkeys too. Exactly, and, and so they they met up in in uh, Erfurter Erfurt Erfurter whatever, Erfurt. And, and they met up in the city of Erfurt, and they they were in this big old big old fancy castle, big old fancy castle, and in this yep. big old fancy castle, well, the Church of Saint Peter, Saint Peter, they uh they were in this big old room. A uh, bunch, bunch of people squabbling over land. Oh, 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 and it just so happened that this room was above a latrine for monks. It was above the shit room for the monks, where all the monks would defecate and their shit would go into. This, these, these fancy pants feudal lord landowners were right above it, right? But they weren't thinking that far ahead. They weren't worried about that. And so they're all in this room talking to each other, being like, that's my land. No, that's my land. No, it's my land. Making all these deals, yada, 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 yada. 
And before you know it, during this event, the the floor caved in because it couldn't stand the weight of all of these assholes standing above it. And they all, a hundred of them ended up collapsing and dying into the shit muck that was below them. Uh, It's kind of the beautiful irony. Like, uh, you, you want these people to meet their untimely demise because of how, how, uh, rich and shitty they are. Like, they're, they're taking the time in a day and age to complain and squabble in a church of all places, uh, while so many people in their community are working their asses off on the day, uh, you know, probably while this is going on, uh, just like working themselves to death. And these people are, it's my land, it's my land, uh, they, they even mentioned, uh, that some of these people were probably wearing chain mail. So they were probably not even of the highest ethical character to avoid just like outright stabbing someone if they felt as though it was necessary. It's like, hence the reason why they were trying to protect themselves like that. Now that's so. This is because they were so heavy and because there were so many of them arguing about this, they end up breaking the fucking beams of the floor. Now, that's my kind of diet. Get it? Bringing it back because the first <laughs> story heavy. was about a, a really poor, shitty diet and someone went blind. And now this is a diet, which is referring to assembly of people. And that they, was a great and they historian. Died. I like it. Thanks, I like it. That's for you historians out there. <laughs> You're welcome. It's pretty great. So one of the most interesting parts of this is, uh, as uh, while Tim was talking, I did some reading. So you had Henry VI, also known as Heinrich VI. He's going to later become the uh, Holy Roman Emperor. Uh, there was another guy there who was also named Henry or Heinrich I, who was just a lowly little count. He uh, had been often been quoted of saying that, if I fall, so may I die in excrement. And that just happened to be the case here in our story here in 1184 this this was one of the highest ranking people that ended up falling through the floor and dying and shit so oh, he got his just desserts i guess so another uh, another notable uh, notable dude uh, king henry the 6th actually survived this ordeal because when the floor collapsed he grabbed onto the iron rail of a nearby window <laughs> And he hung there until somebody came to rescue Yelling him. for help. He's like, hold a little, help me, please. Everybody, everybody's down there dying in shit. <laughs> somebody. Yeah. They're drowning in shit. Please don't let me die like this. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's crazy because like, that motherfucker ended up becoming the fucking Holy Roman Emperor. So like history itself could have been completely changed if that if he had happened to fall through the floor into the shit pile. Like, I don't know. Things could have been different. I don't know how much different. Uh, Man, I don't know how, enough about history, but think how lucky the guy who came to save him was. Because he probably could have just like looked over the edge of that windowsill and been like, "Hey, uh, if I save you, can I have like I don't know half of all land or something like <laughs> that?" <laughs> this is a really precarious situation we find ourselves in. Could you just go ahead and give me a huge land yeah. grant? <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 barely holding on. Just get over here, and I'll give you whatever whatever you want. It's like, um, well, can I see it in writing first? Yeah, could you like sign with one hand while you're while you're about to fall into that shit? I have this form here, and uh, you know, I'm not saying that you'll you're not a man of your word, but I just want to make sure I have something in writing. Yeah, precisely. That'd be nice. You gotta watch those those kingly figures. They'll uh. They'll behead you as soon as throw you into a shit pit. Oh, sorry. I was crossing my fingers there while I was dangling from my death. Uh, so uh, take backsies. Yeah, take backsies. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Off with his head. Oh, jeez. Well, I think that about does it, Jimmy. Uh, I hope you don't fall into a shit pit anytime soon. Oh, thanks, Tim. That's the nicest thing you ever said to me. Yeah. You got any uh, sore lines for this, this story? Yeah. I mean, is it, it wasn't already obvious. Uh, rich motherfuckers dying and shit. I mean, the only thing that's sad about this story is there hasn't this hasn't happened anytime recently. <laughs> <laughs> that's the yeah. saddest thing. Hey, all you rich fucks, go to the same place, <laughs> please. 
a place with a really weak floor and, and shit underneath it. Yeah, that would be great. Like, that would be... Yeah, the only thing sad about the story, yeah, is what I just said. You need more yeah, modern-day assholes having this happen to them. Let's hope that Bezos has already rigged up a bunch of his little mailing drones so that he can, like, latch onto one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hope that it supports his weight. <laughs> yeah. You idiots! You think this can yeah. kill me? <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, uh, if any of y'all would like to tell us about your, your close encounters with a shit pit, uh, or maybe the time that a customer pulled a gun on you because you didn't have a sandwich for him, or maybe another time in which you died from having varicose veins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about the time you died. <laughs> or your really shitty diet. Or the fact that the FBI came and busted in your door and tried to steal all your moon rocks. Jeez. You can get in touch with us. Where, Jimmer? All right. If you are interested in getting in contact with us, you can do so by emailing us at syndicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. Or you can like us on Facebook and send us a message through there by looking us up at Cynic Empowerment. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at CynicEmpowerMe1. We would love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us, and we hope to hear from you in the future. In the future, yes we do. So, I hope that you can keep your head up, and we will catch you next time. Aw, hell yeah, motherfuckers. Catch you on the flippy floppy. The flippy floppy. That That was some good work. We're the best workers in Workville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that place. <laughs>